This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Here we go. It's hour four of the G-Bag Nation on 105.3 The Fan. Hope you're having a fantastic day. We have a situation on our hands. I believe this could only be described as a beat rider off. Uh, as Heyman and Nightingale are saying he's not going to Toronto. not Otani not going to Toronto. Uh-oh. Other beat writer Morosi says he's flying there. Morosi's my guy, um, especially with Ranger stuff. I don't know. It's really difficult, though, and I, I'm sure sources aren't exactly 100% and information is not flowing. Because Otani doesn't want it out there. This is what happens. Everyone's yep. just guessing. They're just going to throw it out. He's signing today. No, he's not. He's going to Toronto. No, he's not. We don't know. I just, I just want him to stay in the in the uh, your go to the National League. Me too. Stay out of the American. Just League. go to the Dodgers would be my uh, preference. But uh, we're tracking and uh, what you're drinking, what you're thinking, coming up at five twenty. If you want to talk Cowboys, Mavs, Stars, U.S. Soccer Team, uh, Cowboys, Eagles, whatever it is. I mean, there's only uh, two rules in what you're drinking and what you're thinking. You got to answer the questions, and then the the floor is yours. Okay, the floor will now belong to uh, Nick Harris, DallasCowboys.com as he joins us to talk about this matchup and, and where the Cowboys go down the stretch here. And a good evening, Nick. How the heck are you? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, I am not on a flight to Toronto, in case y'all were wondering. Uh, okay. But uh, who knows? Maybe he's on a flight to Arlington. Oh, yeah. Well, who knows? Great. Did you see him at the airport by chance? I mean, can you confirm? <laughs> yeah, I'll let you know. <laughs> right on, Nick. Well, uh, obviously, if for, for the Cowboys, all eyes here on this Eagles matchup. I, I don't know the last time I saw a regular season matchup this huge as far as implications. Uh, can you decipher who's better, Nick? Yeah, it's, it's tough to look at because you look at it on paper and uh, these teams almost match up with each other pound for pound because you have youth and guys like on the Cowboys like Deron Bland. You can even throw CeeDee Lamb into that mix, Micah Parsons. And then you look at the, the Eagles youth and the, and the guys that they've drafted over the course of the last couple of years on each side of the ball. And, uh, and then they both have the veteran experience and uh, both of these teams have been running through a gauntlet of a, of a schedule as of late, and both of them have been doing pretty well. You look at the Eagles and, and what they've been able to run through, through the Chiefs, through the Bills, uh, the Dolphins earlier in the season, and um, it's a tough matchup. And Man, I feel good about it, though. I will say I feel like the Cowboys might have an edge here. Uh, just based on uh, they're healthy right now, all 53 are going to be ready to go on Sunday night. Um, you, you still kind of wonder about Jalen Hurts' health, but uh, all in all, I, I think the Cowboys probably get it done, but I'm sure we'll talk more on that here in a bit. There are so many good matchups in this one that then I'm super excited about. Which matchup do you think is the most key for Cowboys victory? Yeah, I'm going to have to take a look at uh, uh, Micah Parsons and Jordan Mailata. Uh, whenever these two guys lined up with each other in, in the last game back in week nine, they had 13 matchups, uh, and Mailata got the best of them 12 of those 13 times. Only one pressure that Parsons was able to generate on Mailata. And, man, you look at this guy. He's a former rugby player from Australia. Uh, he's six foot eight, 365 pounds, and he moves like he's probably 100 pounds lighter. I mean, he's, he's a mauler out at left tackle. And I think if Parsons can take advantage of him, then that's going to generate a lot of pass rush success. Nick, when you, uh, when you look at really where this, this Cowboy offensive line has come since the first time that these two teams met, is, is it now become a little bit of a strength for the Cowboys when you look at the – you talk about the health, but also the way that maybe you know, Steele and Biotis have been playing? Yeah, absolutely. I think the health is the biggest thing. You point to that. Uh, and it's just allowed so much chemistry up front for all five of those guys. And I definitely want to take a look at Terrence Steele because he had 12 pressures allowed in that game against Philadelphia, four sacks that he allowed to Hassan Reddick and Brandon Graham. And since then, he, he's done awesome work. He's only allowed 12 total pressures in the four games since and hasn't allowed a sack. Uh, and I think the game against Washington was one of the better games he's had in his career. So if he's able to take that momentum into Sunday night, and kind of limit what Reddick and, and Graham can do off the edge, then it's only going to allow that offense to succeed and, and get more than 23 points than they did last time. 
Nick, what do you think the approach is defensively when it comes to uh, guarding and defending A.J. Brown after what the D.K. Metcalf situation was last week? Yeah, certainly. I, I, whenever you go back and look at what DK was was able to do so well against Deron Bland, it's you know isolating that man coverage and and truly making it a one on one type of matchup. And I think if there's an opportunity for um, Deron Bland to get some help over the top from some of the guys in the safety group and just kind of limit and keep everything underneath, I think that's what's going to make it so important to cover a guy like that. And the middle of the field is going to be so important in this game because you have two guys in A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith that utilize that middle of the field so much and a quarterback that loves to utilize that middle of the field so much in Jalen Hurts. So uh, Deron Bland being able to just kind of shell off the boundary and shell off everything outside of the numbers and then just kind of let the, the linebacking core and the safeties in the middle be able to do some work as well. I think that's going to be really important in stopping those guys. Do you think that Dan Quinn takes a page out of what the 49ers did last week where it's just you rush four and then you drop into coverage, or do you think that they end up going the opposite and maybe they're even more aggressive and blitz heavy on first down, which they don't do a ton? Yeah, it, I, I don't think that they would do it do it here. Um, you know, the, the, this Cowboys pass rush unit is so fantastic, and uh, we've seen what each of those guys have been able to do so far this season. I'd be completely fine with rushing four. You know, rush to Marcus Lawrence, Osa Digizua. I mean, Hankins has had Paris Sacks in the last few weeks, and then Micah Parsons off the left side. Let those guys go to work and then just kind of let the secondary do what they've been doing. I'd be completely fine with rushing four and just trying to keep that pocket contained. That's going to be the biggest thing. So Micah Parsons to Marcus Lawrence. Uh, those guys, they, ha- they have a really big job in front of them of just keeping those edges really confined and almost put like a protractor there on the left and right side, just trying to make sure that nothing gets around it and they just kind of build a wall around it. So uh, I think that's going to be huge towards success for, for this Cowboys pass rush unit. Nick, how do you deal with Dallas Goddard? Uh, you just put you put a you put a strong guy on him, a guy that can also go with him uh, stride for stride. I mean, we saw what Marquise Bell was able to do with him uh, in the last matchup, sure. and he got the better he got the better of Bell a couple of times, including on the play where Goddard got hurt. Uh, but I like Bell in that matchup. You know, he's he's a true safety uh, that has been able to uh, integrate a lot of those linebacker traits as the season has gone on. And I think next season we're going to be focusing him more on that safety. Uh, a type of type of role and and what you can get from that is a guy that can cover a guy like Dallas Goddard a guy who has strength has athleticism I'm completely confident in 14 being able to control him and Nick Harris DallasCowboys.com it's shocking to look at Jalen Hurts yards per attempt here 5.6 his first two years then 4.6 now he's lost another yard it's a bad running play when he does run are we scared of it? Is there another dimension that they're just waiting to unleash at the right time? He's still getting double-digit attempts in a lot of these games, Nick. What's going on there? Yeah, and you, if you look at those attempts and see how many are from one and two yards out of the tush push and take those out of the out of the equation, and yeah, you, you definitely have a, a running game that hasn't been as effective as it has been for Jalen Hurts in the last couple of years. And you know, who knows? Maybe it's it's health that's played a big role into that. I, I think there's probably some validity in that, but. I mean, he's still going out there and giving 100%, and he's still going out there and giving you double-digit rushing attempts. I think the biggest thing is the more experience that you get in this league, especially with the playing style that Jalen Hurts has, the better chance that you have of having yourself defended. And, and, you know, what he did last year and what this division saw him do last year, there's a big focus on that during the offseason and not letting a guy like Jalen Hurts be able to take advantage or take control of a game with his legs. And I think that's been a big emphasis for a lot of these opponents that have played the Eagles. They've done a really good job of putting the right spy on him. You know, you could put a spy on Jalen Hurts, and that's what that's what they've been able to do. Opponents have been the first two seasons. But you got to put the right guy, a guy that's athletic and that can chase him out to the boundary, a guy that won't let him get over the top. So uh, I think so far this season it's it's been heavily controlled. And even in that first matchup against, against the Cowboys back in week nine, he definitely wasn't healthy with his left knee at that moment. But – um, they, they still did a really good job of keeping him in the pocket, keeping him behind the line of scrimmage, uh, even though he was able to still get uh, quite a bit of rushing attempts. Nick Harris, DallasCowboys.com with us here in the G-Bag Nation. When it comes to Mike McCarthy being back in the building, it seemed like uh, there was a little bit of fun being had, pretty loose group. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so Mike McCarthy, yeah, back in the building today after having the emergency appendectomy on Wednesday, and whenever he walked into the, walk, the locker room, the, uh, the Cowboys had many men by 50 cent playing, um, and uh, Tony Pollard was cracking up today about it on, on our conference call with the media. And um, yeah, it sounds like he's going to be good to go and, and be on the sidelines on Sunday. He said he's going to be a little bit more cautious, not take any hits there on the sideline and make sure he's good. But um, I, I don't think anything could have kept Mike McCarthy from not being on that sideline on Sunday. 
Nick, uh, Eagles wide receiver duo, best in the league. Um, you know, you can't really argue too much with that. The only team with two guys in the top 15. They Cowboys just took so long to get Cooks involved. But going from this point forward, how well do the Cowboys to uh, line up against them? Uh, you mean from a defensive standpoint, being able to control those two guys? No, I, I just mean like how the Cowboys' best two wide receivers stack up against the Eagles' best two. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I mean, man, you look at Brandon Cooks and, and the production that he's been able to have. I, I guess it's coming out of the bye more so than anything. And what he's been able to do from a receiving standpoint, it, it's been fantastic. And especially against a press man coverage, he's a guy that can create separation so fast. And it's a weapon for this team. And, and Dak Prescott's starting to realize that. You saw the little whip route touchdown that he had last week and, and how dangerous that was towards the, toward the defense in the red zone. And that's huge because not only have they needed to get Brandon Cooks involved, but they needed to get red zone success involved. And they paired both of those things with what Brandon Cooks was able to do last week and what he's been able to do the last few weeks. I, I think moving forward, you truly have kind of a two-headed monster there. Obviously, CD's got the bigger head just because of the production that he's had throughout the year. But Brandon Cooks is really starting to find his stride in this offense. For the last five games, he's led the team in receiving uh, th- there's an opportunity here for the rest of the season for him to really put up some big numbers and be a big part of this offense like we expected from the jump. We've seen uh, you know big plays coming off of Deron Bland the last two weeks. I-, I think that one is huge right there, but I just don't see the Eagles putting up a lot of points against good defenses, and I consider the Cowboys a, a really good defense. I'm trying to get my head around what kind of game to expect, Nick, and I-, I ended up with 38-25 Cowboys. What do you think about that prediction? What do you have? Yeah, honestly, would not surprise me. I mean, the way this offense has been playing, it's tough to see it slow down. I uh, I put in our gut feeling this morning on DallasCowboys.com. It just kind of feels like this offense is due for a stinker. <laughs> I, I don't really have any analysis or anything to give you that. It just feels like this offense has been rolling for a little too long. But I'm with you on the fact that I, I think there's an opportunity for this defense to take advantage of this Philadelphia offense. There's some holes there, and I – I think they'll be able to take advantage of it from the jump. I put 23-20 on DallasCowboys.com this morning. Um, that's kind of what I'm feeling there. I, I think Dak Prescott will have an efficient day. Uh, but as far as getting things downfield, I, I think that might be uh, where, where there might be some pause for me. But it, it would not surprise me at all if they put up another 40-burger. I mean, this, this team, is this offense has been rolling out of the bye. Uh, one of, if not the best offense in the league. Um, it wouldn't surprise me at all if they're able to carry that success into Sunday night. AT&T should be rocking best. It could 14 game home winning streak on the line. Yeah. Have you seen it get better? Is is there a home vibe evolving uh, both player confidence or fan participation? You know, it's weird because we, we asked CD lamb earlier this week, that, that similar question. And it was, you know, do you guys take a little bit more, um, you know, pride going into a home game? Is there a little bit more, you know, freshness because you get to sleep in your own bed the night before? And he's like, yeah, there's probably a lot of truth in all those things. But like I, he said, I don't really know like, to attribute, what attributes to the win streak. Uh, we treat it like every other game. And so far, it's just been able to work out these last 14 games. But uh, from my perspective, I, I think the Cowboys being able to run on onto the field and this Cowboys crowd really coming alive in the last couple of years, you know, I have to give uh, whoever in charge of that credit just because, you know, that, that hasn't always been the case at AT&T Stadium. It's kind of felt like a, a wine and cheese type crowd for the first 10 years. But you can really feel that energy in the building uh, this season and, and even in parts of last season as well. And I think it's only going to be amplified on Sunday night. That's going to be the best crowd that they probably see all year. Um, I'm excited to see what it looks like. And I think it'll give them a true home advantage just as they've seen in the last 14 games. Well, go up and introduce yourself to Corey Miller. That would be your guy. <laughs> you work with Corey. Gotcha. Yeah, you work with a guy named Corey Miller. Does a good job with that. I've seen him around. <laughs> yeah, there you go. It's been fun watching everyone jump on the Jake Ferguson bandwagon. Do you think he stacks up with another big week against the Eagles and that poor linebacking core? Yeah, I think so, especially given the fact that um, he had seven receptions for 91 yards and a touchdown last time these two teams played. And he's coming off a big uh, a confidence booster and getting that game-winning touchdown against Seattle late in the game last week. I, I think there's a huge opportunity here for Jake Ferguson. And, man, the confidence that he's been able to stack week after week, I, that's got to be one of the bigger storylines of the season that maybe doesn't even get talked about as much just because of what we looked at whenever Dalton Schultz was uh, sent to Houston or whenever he decided to go to Houston and you look at that tight end room and you don't really feel confident about anybody. You look at Jake Ferguson and you say there might be some potential here. And then from week one in training camp, uh, the confidence was there and it didn't seem like anybody was questioning it. And uh, he's really proven it on the field. He had a slow first couple of weeks. And then man, since then, 
He's been awesome in run blocking. He's been awesome in the receiving game. And he's, he's, a, he's turning into a mismatch, too, when it comes to linebackers that can't handle him athletically. And I think that's what you have here whenever you look at the Philadelphia Eagles second level. I think there's really a really good opportunity here for Jake Ferguson to pick up some, some big production on Sunday night and carry them to a win. Nick, it is a Friday night. Before we let you go, we got to ask you what you're drinking and what you're thinking. No, I'm not drinking anything tonight, but I am thinking about this uh, 5A Division II state semifinal that I'm going to be at here at the Star, uh, South Oak Cliff and Frisco Emerson, uh, looking to uh, punch a ticket to state next week at AT&T Stadium. So I'm really excited about this one. The house should be rocking. Enjoy, sir. Have a great weekend, and we'll catch up with you soon. Thanks, guys. Have a great one. That's Nick Harris, DallasCowboys.com. Must read uh, there on the website and uh, on uh, Cowboys Twitter as well. Must follow. Okay, uh, when we come back, it is time now. It's a Friday. What you drinking and what you thinking on the other side here on 105.3 The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Here we go. It's Friday, and it's quitting time. The one segment of the week where you're encouraged to call in while intoxicated or in the process of catching a buzz. That's right. It's time for What You Drinking and, and What, what You Thinking at 877-881-1053. The segment is brought to you by QCKinetics.com, non-surgical regeneration treatment care. couple of rules. Got to answer the questions. And you are not to be operating heavy machinery. Nothing but legends stacked up here on uh, on the phone lines. No lines currently open at 877-881-1053. You can get in via text. As always, we go around the studio. We get what we're drinking and thinking. Then we go to the phone calls. And uh, currently, I'm drinking a 20-ounce Diet Coke. And I'm, I'm just wondering, Brian, do you owe old Randy Galloway money? <laughs> Why is that? Because somebody texted in earlier, the 469, and, and said you did. Said you owe Randy Galloway money? I don't think so. Okay. Abradis always pays his debts. I thought it might be a legendary story. I was no. I was ready for another tale from the football what, life of Abradis. I, I didn't see the text. What did What did it say? Uh, well, it's it said uh, let Abradis know he owes Randy Galloway money. I wanted to get to the bottom of it. Oh, yeah. Okay. I think it was a joke. I'm pretty oh. sure it was a joke. The way it was written. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to break your kneecaps. Yeah. You know, because <laughs> CA and Elf have this. Get Randy old... his money. <laughs> <laughs> CA and Elf have this old bit where Elf owes Chris Arnold a barbecue, and it's been that oh. way because uh, Chris won a, uh, a bet off him like back in uh, 1999 or something like that. But uh, anyway, sorry about that. That's just oh. what I was thinking about, Brian. Oh. What are you drinking and thinking? Well, brought us a concern. Yeah, no, I was just. I know his credit score is fire. He was yeah. concerned. Yeah. I was yeah. like, well, I owe money. What, what do you mean? Yeah. Maybe, I maybe, mystery. I, maybe I do. I don't know. Maybe I need to talk to Randy about that. Yeah. Uh, I'm drinking actually a peach lemonade is what I'm drinking right now, and I'm thinking that. Uh, all these things that I talk about during the week as far as the Cowboys and what they have to do, and you just wonder if they really are working on stuff like that. Are you really thinking about a four-man rush? Are you really thinking about keeping him in the pocket? Are you really, you know, when you start to talk about Jalen Hurts and stuff like that, you know, is that is that what they're going to do? And so it, you always have that concern going in because you're pushing that. You think, okay, this could be the best way to potentially win this game. And you just wonder if they're going to do something completely different. Something, you know, the five, six-man rush and twist the front and do all that stuff. But I've watched tape of this, you know, the last couple of weeks. Kind of feel like that's what Buffalo and then San Francisco have been able to do. But you really wonder if, you know, what's what's their plan going into this Should you thing? pressure or contain? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got, I got questions about the defense right now. But I, I should have all the faith in the world in Dan Quinn. You know, uh, figuring out what is uh, sort of what went wrong versus Seattle and how to how to fix that and then how to approach this Eagles team. I should have the confidence 
that Dan Quinn will get this thing figured out. The adjustments he's made, I mean, he did it in the Eagles game. They started yeah. off poorly, he made the adjustments. And then, look, I mean, he he went ahead and said, Deron Bland, you're struggling against DK Metcalf. We're going to have Gilmore follow him. And they went ahead and, and solved that problem a little bit. So, I mean, credit to Dan Quinn. He'll If it's not working, he will fix it. Yeah, yeah, he absolutely will. What are you drinking and thinking, Zach? Uh, I will definitely be opening up a, a bottle of bourbon when I get home tonight, as oh. it is. Uh, it's going to be a homemade latke night oh. in the Wolchuk household. Me and my fiance, my sisters in town, we're going to celebrate night two of Hanukkah uh, or Chinooka. Happy Chinooka! Yeah, we'll get to Smokey Robinson in the in the news dump. Good, don't so, you worry. I'm excited about that. Uh, tremendous. Some big ass fake teeth got in his way, bro. He didn't mean to. Big Hollywood teeth. Oh, you've definitely heard that. My audio. TV teeth. Oh yeah, I've it's definitely so, seen that. It's amazing. It, we loved in the nosebleed yeah. seats, but uh, also Gang thinking bang. about the uh, delicious high school football matchups we have. I'm really pumped for South Lake Carroll DeSoto. Okay. I think DeSoto gets that win. We just got some classification cutoffs. DeSoto's in limbo. They might not stay at 6A. They might have to go back down to 5A. I think they're going to make the 6A cutoff. How about Justin Northwest? Your alma mater, they're moving up to 6A now. There you go. Got, That's what I like got to more see. People. Highland Park going back down to 5A, which is a good win for the Scotties. They're a state title contender at 5A. They're usually bouncing around 2 or 3 at the 6A level. Yep. Um, man, so you're doing the 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 lock the lock. The Lockies tonight. Lockies. Lockies tonight. Lock-ka. But you're making them for the first time. We're gonna home make these things. Yeah, you can buy them at like Trader Joe's. Pressure's on, bro. So we're gonna we're gonna yeah. Lot riding on you. The wifey's out there getting the potatoes right now. We're gonna go ahead and do it all homemade. Do scratch. it all. I'm trying to be a uh, Brian Broaddus over here. Yeah. Happy for you, Chief. Yep. Uh, just been hammering home a bunch of coffee today, and also uh, some delicious water. And I'm thinking I will potentially maybe appease the wife and get that Christmas tree figured out this weekend. It's been sitting in the garage, and I've just refused to to go out there and make that play, you know, but I guess she's hounded me enough. So I'm going to do the Christmas tree, and, uh, well, I'm going to pull it out. She'll probably be the one to uh, really decorate it, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So uh yep. should be a pretty festive weekend. Mm. Man, that sounds wonderful, Chief. Yeah. You're living your best life. <laughs> I'm going to pull it out. You know what? Hey. Hey, little Susie. <laughs> Lucius, what are you drinking in there, man? I think uh, you need to share. Watermelon juice. Okay. Yeah, trying to rehydrate my body from all the coquitos and eggnogs I've been drinking for the past three days. Dude, watermelon juice is delicious. Hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on, hold on. Mm. All right. I'm thinking, how do I watch the uh, the high school football games? Ooh, so hopefully, Bally's? they will be on Bally. Yeah, yeah. So well, you won't hurts. be watching them. That's kind of the way. That hurts. Does the now, CW have them too, or is that what's that? In their Friday night football? I so just yeah. yeah, I just Google that. CW does during the regular season. They'll okay. do a Friday night game of the week. Uh, but man, I think that the playoff games usually are on Bally, and then this coming week, the state championships at AT&T Stadium will be on Bally. Yeah. Well, well it's a thing, bro. About it. Yeah, Dude, you are, Jim. But we should go out there Saturday for some of the state championship action. Uh, yeah. Okay. I'm in on that. Yeah. I'm heading to go pick up a calzone from a place called Simple Simons. Simple Simons. Ooh, there you go. Yeah, Simple Simons. They just made like built one in Louisville. I've been waiting for it for like okay, four or five months, bro. This is the place months, that bro. you talked to us about yeah, a long time ago. A long ago. time like, ago. I've been waiting. Ever. I've been waiting. Dude, yes. Uh, we need to report back Monday how delicious it was. All righty. It is time now for the phone call portion of what you're drinking and what you're thinking. An enchanted Friday evening going into Cowboys-Eagles. It gets no better than this, and we start with Anthony in Garland. Anthony, you're in the G-Bag Nation. What you drinking, man? I'm drinking some good old big red right now, man. Stuck in this good old high five traffic. Uh, first off, happy holidays, y'all. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Uh, what I'm thinking is, as we get ready to go into this four-game stretch, this is our gauntlet right here. Let's say our defense plays lights out and Dak keeps on playing like the way he's playing. Could we be talking this time next month about league MVP Dak Prescott and defensive players? Uh, Michael Parsons? Because I know Michael Parsons has been kind of quiet these past couple of weeks, but coming into the garland, if he goes off for two sacks or, or three sacks a game, can you put his name back in the mix? I absolutely think so. You know, it, it, right now it's the first to 20, I think, between those guys that's going to get it. Um, and, uh, you know, for Dak, you win these next three games, you're going to be looking sweet for the MVP. Yeah. Um, so I, I would not, I, I think if the Cowboys win the division, 
Dak will be MVP. How about that? Yeah, I think you're right. Mahomes not going to go light it up. Absolutely, yeah. And in, in Purdy, uh, I Lamar mean, Jackson's schedule's brutal. Yeah, I think that if they win the division, Dak's winning the MVP. The harder thing might be, and I never thought that I'd say that, Micah, to get Depoy as well. I mean, right now, I think some sites have him as the favorite still, but with what Miles Garrett's doing, you know, he's going to have to make sure he has some statement type of moments down the stretch here to, to secure that. Definitely there for the taking, though, which is, which is pretty exciting. And I know Basky was asking the question earlier this week, like, would the voters give uh, an MVP and a Depoy to the same team, uh, which could be, you know, a little bit one of those deals where they're like, okay, it's it's either or, but we're not giving you both of these awards for your team. All righty. Uh, let's go to Eric in Dallas here. Line two, you're in the nation. What do you think? Hey, what's up, y'all? First of all, shout out to Lucius, man, taking us back with that Latin hip hop. Um, and since we're taking it back... Uh, I decided that while I was at home, I called Miss Cleo, and as she told me the future, she said in the next one to two months, all this Dak MVP stuff is going to be out the door. It's going to be the same old Dak, same old results, same old nothing's going to change. And all those uh, Bobby belt, he needed to loosen up that belt, allow a little blood circulation to his brain. <laughs> him and all them Dookie Dak fans are going to be wrong yet again. That's what I got to say. By the way, I'm drinking. Uh, I'm drinking a Mr. Pibb. The less educated version of Dr. Pepper, but still delicious. Let's go. <laughs> less educated version. Oh, I used to love Ball. me some Pib, man. Me too. I love it. I think he just won the six o'clock sound off too. I'm voting for yeah. quality call. Did, did he? So he's against that, right? Is what he was saying. I, I, I got yeah. that vibe. Yeah. yeah, probably. I mean, if he's taking shots at Bobby, who we know is the Dak Homer, yeah. he laid it on pretty thick. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Dak Avenger. Yeah. Who says something about Dak? <laughs> <laughs> Calling him Dookie Dak was pretty apropos, though, after that commercial today. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> I heard Bobby recently with some actual self-awareness about his Dak home. Oh, man. You're kidding. Yeah, Off the yeah. air? Personal conversation? No, it was on air. Nah, I don't believe you. Yeah, uh, we'll have to check the tape. Here's uh, line three. Brian's guy, Polo and Garland. You're in the nation, Polo. What you drinking? What's going on, fellas? First of all, I'm all you guys. I'm Dallas Fort Worth area right. guy. And I'm, I'm on a, a grown man's drink. I'm not drinking no Big Red or no Mr. Peel. I'm drinking a cold Bud Light I got in my refrigerator because I haven't drank anything in the last couple of weeks with you guys. But it's a couple of things I'm thinking. Gavin, I want you to be honest with me. Who are okay. you going for tonight, Portland or the Mavericks? Oh, I'm going for the Mavericks. Yeah, I, okay, you know. I thought, I, yeah, I want I, I, I'm, uh, their team tank. Portland's team tank, you know. Okay, I thought you still may have been, you know, have a little you know, blood for you in, in the heart. For you oh, I do. I, I absolutely do. And if the shoe was on the other foot, I'd be pulling for Portland for sure. Oh, okay, now, now, Broadus, yeah, my my my, my four-eyed buddy, I'm gonna ask you a question. A glaring need that I see that the Cowboys need next year in the draft. I'm not talking about this year because I, I I've just lost hope. I, I, the Super Bowl thing that was my high school day. I'm 46, man. Mm-hmm. It's been 28 years since we really won a Super Bowl in my city. Everybody had blue starter coats on and everything. But two glaring needs that I see that the Cowboys need this year. And I, I see we need the draft next year is a running back that can get some yards at the contact. Not Tony Pollard, that's falling down like Jason Witten, that somebody touching like flag football. And I love Marquise Bell out of Florida AM. I hate we lost the other dude to uh, the Indianapolis Coastal Florida AM because a lot of these black colleges get looked over. I'm like, they play football too. Why they can't get drafted like the other dudes? It's just dumb. But uh, I, that's two glaring needs I see is, is a doggone uh, running back and a doggone linebacker. Mm-hmm. And everybody's talking about Michael Parsons and DPOU of the year. And, and, and uh, what's up, boy, name? Dak Prescott as MVP. But my team, my MVP of the team so far this year is Auger. I mean, the, the, the kicker from Plano. Yeah, Brandon Auger. He didn't play no kind of college football. And everybody talking about the most important player on the team is the quarterback. Your most, your most important player on the team is a kicker. Let any team kicker get hurt. And another thing, I want all you guys to answer this. Woodchuck, Giofalo, whatever your name is, my buddy there. Yeah, and, and Lucius Mahone, but it'd be jamming on the radio. Why is it when a dude get in trouble, a, dude, a girl just yell at him? But when a female get caught, Let's talk about it. What's up, dude? Tell me what that is. It's the mind games, man. Yep. <laughs> the double standard. The it double is. standard. Yeah. Yeah. It exists. It's just a real thing. It's not fair, Polo. I hear you, man. Uh, we we could we could talk about that all night long. Right? I know you could. Yeah. Okay. I've heard a little bit of it. It's fire. Yeah, Dawson's toxic. That's right. Manonist. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Not yeah. a feminist, a manonist. <laughs> <laughs> really starting to get uh, more aware of my toxicity as I get older. It's terrifying sometimes. Nah, you're from Generation X, man. Right. My brother was like that. He wanted to ruin Batman, the first, the very first Batman for me. He used to tell my mom, this ain't like the Batman from the 60s. This is a different one. I don't know if he's uh, old enough to see this right now. What a troll, bro. <laughs> 
I like You're brother, a troll, man. man. That funny. When you're eight years old, that's heartbreaking. Like, mom, yeah. don't listen to him. Don't listen to him. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure we perfected bullying and trolling yeah, siblings. Yeah, Gen X it. did that. Y'all got it. <laughs> Line fours, Rodeo, Ron, you're in the G-Bag Nation. Ron, have at it. Ooh, we drinking a little bit of Jim Beam and sipping on some sweet tea. Mm, nice. Let's go back to 1990. There's a little eight-year-old boy that went into a store. He bought a half a gallon of milk, a half a gallon of orange juice. He got a TV dinner and a loaf of Wonder Bread. Frozen macaroni and cheese, some liquid detergent, some saran wrap, and a bag of toy soldiers. Let's not forget the snuggle dryer sheets and the toilet paper for a whopping $19.83 <laughs> with his coupon. His name was Kevin McAllister. And guess what? If you went and bought those same items right now, it would cost you approximately $70. But Damn. thank God, thank God, these buckshots are still cheap. Because this weekend, these Dallas Cowboys are coming, and you filthy fans, we're going to leave you with a change. Let's go, Cowboys. And remember, if you're not drinking Jim Beam, listen to 105 the fans. Where the hell you at? I love you, Ron. That's epic, man. Is that a home loan situation he just dropped on yep. us? Kevin McAllister. Yeah. That was pretty amazing. It was. I didn't know that. That's fantastic. Yeah. Now, he's, didn't he steal the toothbrush, though? He, he stole the toothbrush, yeah. which was, a, I mean, shouldn't be selling, you know, charging for those anyway. Yeah, that's a, that's a necessity. Run off. He needed that. Ron is epic, man. The mm. things that have come flying out of his mouth. Now. He did the math in his own brain right sure there. Sure did. That was impressive. I'm cringing. I'm celebrating. I'm loving it. Rodeo Ron. Most Fridays here, what you drinking and what you thinking. Line five is Kenny. What up? What up? Hey, buddy, what you drinking? Frozen peach mango margarita with two shots of that fantabulous rock and roll tequila. tequila. Yeah. I want to give a shout out to Mama and Papa Bear Brothers. Thank you very much. To them two hockey playing grandsons of mine, Landon and Maxon. And Maxon's about to go to Las Vegas, I think, on the 15th. <laughs> yeah. And I want to give a shout out to Sam and Cynthia that I met at the market last weekend. Okay. They sound hot. And we- this week we were talking about words, and the word almost is the only word in the English language that's spelled in alphabetical order. Oh, wow. The word, the word love is the only word in the English language that has a good meaning and a bad meaning. Mm. And What's Lucius, bad I have a question for you. Oh, yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Smoke weed every day. Are the light-skinned roaches prettier than the dark-skinned roaches? Hey, are you, son, are you toxic, bro? I can't answer that on this microphone. Are you kidding me? <laughs> okay. Then uh, this week we, uh, we were talking about, this, last week we were talking about Napoleon Bonaparte, and I did some studying on Napoleon. Mm-hmm. When he died, the doctor who did the autopsy on Napoleon amputated his male part, you know, his sword, his wee-wee. Oh. <laughs> the doctor gave the wee-wee to the priest who was there, praying for Napoleon, and after the priest died, his wee-wee was passed down through his uh, generations through his family. And, yeah, the priest family still has Napoleon's boner part. (laughs) (laughs) Well done, Kenny. Opens a line at 877-881-1053. It's a what you drinking and what you thinking Friday. And line six is Alan in Keller. You're in the nation. Alan, what you got for us? Oh, man, I am... uh... I'm drinking a Mike's Hard Lemonade. Dude, I love listening to you guys on the way home. Every freaking day from work, on the way home, you guys are absolutely hilarious, and you're spot on. Thank the you. one thing I want to say is this week for the Cowboy-Philly game, a lot of people are saying one team or the other is going to blow each other out. You guys are divisional rivals. I think it's going to come down to the last possession of the game, mm. and it's going to come down to the kicker. Mm. Dallas has the better kicker. I think you guys will end up pulling out, which I hate because I'm not a Cowboy fan, but I like because I'm a Niners fan and we just beat Philly. But I I think you guys will uh, end up pulling it out in the last couple minutes of the game. Thank you, Alan and Keller. Appreciate the uh, positive reinforcement here. We could all use a little bit of that on uh, going into a huge game for the division. Brandon Aubrey, we trust. Yeah, despite the fact that he's a Niners fan, Alan actually is a good dude, believe it or not. We appreciate you, Alan. We did get a good text in the Rodeo Ron call. 
214 said, I can hear Rodeo Ron going to Red House Furniture. <laughs> the Red House. <laughs> yeah, he was singing along. I, I'm there. black and I love Red House. Red house. I'm white and I love the Red House. <laughs> Here we go. It's uh, Jim in Round Rock. You're in the G-Bag Nation. What you drinking and what you thinking, Jim? Well, fellas, this is a good Friday. I'm sipping on a little whiskey. I'm on number two, and that got me loosened up last week. I was a little dehydrated, so I missed that. But uh, bro, this is, I got to yeah. tell you something. You might appreciate this, being the culinary genius, genius that you are. My wife made a chicken pot pie tonight, oh, yeah. and instead of put and instead homemade, and instead of putting the the pie crust on the top. She put biscuits on the top yeah, of it, and she brushed it with that. But oh my God, yeah. I tell you what, fella, that's, that's, that's the best thing. Anyway, I gotta tell you something. Wow. I, Absolutely, have heard uh, that before. Yeah, genius. You probably done that before. No, bro. no, I mean, I've seen it, people you know, do it. It's and, a, it's a great way if you don't want to deal with the the pie crust problems. You know that awesome. people don't want to roll that out. You get biscuits and you yeah. just separate them, and it works just as well. Oh, it's good. It's good. Yeah. Well, I got to tell you something, fellas. I I was listening early early morning show on the fan, and you know they trolled that uh, was the WIP up there in Philly. Mm-hmm. I tuned into that. Let me tell you something. That's the biggest bunch of meat-headed morons mm-hmm. I've ever heard in my life. And I'm not even talking about the host. I'm talking about the fans. This is the biggest bunch of paranoid, schizophrenic people. Mm-hmm. You'd think one minute they were threatening to harm themselves in the next minute. But by God, every time you bring up the Cowboys, oh, we're going to whoop their ass. We're going to, you know, we're going to do this and do that. And, you know, look, I, I agree with the last caller. I think this is going to be a tight game. These divisional games are always pretty tight. But, you know, I, I like Aubrey. I like Dak. And I got to tell you, we got to have our defense step up this week. But uh, anyway, I'm excited about it. And uh, while Chuck Bowdus, I'll talk to you after the game. Yep. Thank you for the joy this week, fellas. Have a good one and have a safe ride home tonight. Cheers, buddy. Thank you, sir. And I like Jim around Rock. He calls uh, after every Big game. Jim. Big Jim sure calls does. after every game. Thought that was Sam Elliott. Yeah, yeah right? He does. And he what a voice. Like Sam Elliott. Uh, salute to you, Jim. Great to hear from you. It's Adam and Plano here on Line 8 with LA Live right around the corner. Uh, uh, what you drinking and what you thinking, Adam? Uh, just drinking on a Red Bull. Um, I, my prediction for this weekend, I hate to say it, but we've been winning too much lately. <laughs> Eagles came out of an embarrassing loss. It's the way these things work. I feel like we're going to be in for a shocker. And um, also, I just want to say each one of you guys are, like, really good guys. Like, uh, Lucius, Brian, Zach, Thank you. Eric, and Gavin. Y'all, uh, um, I hope you guys are blessed. And, um, you know, especially this time of the year. And honestly, I just wanted to say that, you know, God forbid, God forbid, if there ever was a hostage situation at the fan, I would hope that the cops would find a way to get in without just recklessly blowing up the whole place. Thank you, guys. <laughs> oh, Y'all be blessed. Oh, God. Thanks, Adam. I well, hope the on, same man. thing. Yeah, I, I believe I would help, hope for that as well. Was that a warning? Uh, no. Was it a commentary on uh, current events? That's is that what that is? That's oh, so. oh, oh yeah. let's just leave it alone then. Yeah, yeah let's not say uh, It's a Friday. I'm trying to get out of here. We just got paid and everything, bro. I can't comment I'm trying to get out of here. Yeah, I need this weekend. I got uh, more coquitos to drink. Line nine is black <laughs> and gold B. Take us away into the weekend. What you drinking and what you thinking, broski? Yo, what's going on, G-Bag Nation? I'm drinking a Yingling Flight. About to spark a big old fat bowl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm thinking... I'm thinking this weekend, man, I need I need the Saints to get a win. I need to stay in that crappy division race that I'm in. And uh just I'm hoping that this doesn't turn into a master peep of dog poop. Yeah. And and uh yeah, man, that's that's it. Just need a win and uh hopefully Sunday night will be a good game. Probably go slide for my wife. And uh I'm gonna recommend a song for the totals. It's Epitaph by King Crimson. Hmm. But I wanted to recommend another song too, just based on Polo's question, and it's head games by Foreman. Yeah. Two good songs, man. Hey, y'all have a great weekend. Thank you, sir. Have a great night and have a great weekend. And uh, sorry about the wife. You know, not everybody's perfect. I've met the both of you. And she was a hell of a lady, but I just found out she's an Eagles fan. So sorry to hear that. She's hot, though. She can't be from Philly. (laughs) That's right. Time now to go into the Pimp Cup. It's time for Lucius Alexander's L.A. Live. Uh, Let me turn that off. All right. You heard it. That was awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Let's get into some Rick James, though. Fire 
Here, hit this, Jerry. We'll see. Excuse me. Hit it too hard. You all right? Get me some oxygen. <laughs> L.A. Live for Friday, December 8th, 2023. It's a Friday, people. Avoid crashing out. Please don't crash out. I know emotions can run high, whatever the reason may be. You might get desperate or something like that for money. Don't crash out. Don't drink too much and then hop in the car and say, I'm good. No, no, you're not. You're crashing out, bro. Plus, the law dogs won't see you until Monday. Monday, yeah. Well, the law dogs see you in that moment. The judge won't see you until Monday. Excuse me. And it's a holiday season. You don't want to stress your family out like that. You know, you you might go to jail or you might have to go to the graveyard. Yeah. Trust me, it's not that serious. It's not that serious. Let's get back to having fun. Yeah. Uh, Here's a weekend warning. This weekend safety briefing. Do not add to the population. Do not subtract from the population. I'll be the one. Do not end up in the hospital, newspaper, or jail. If you do end up in jail, establish dominance quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Dominance quickly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Y'all got anything on this Eagles-Cowboys game? Anything? Any any wagering of some sorts? Gentlemen bets or something like that? None at all. A whole lot of hope. A lot of hope. A lot of hope. A lot of hope. I've been wanting to download a uh, wagering app. Because I seen my cousin turn two fifty into nine thousand oh, dollars, yeah. betting on basketball. The overs nice, probably dude. the overs and unders. Yeah. Will this guy get thirty five points? Yeah. It's like, yeah, <laughs> I love it, man. I want to try it. Uh, Des Bryant and Deshaun Jackson have a friendly wager on this week's Cowboys Eagles game right here. Ten k is the bet for those boys. Huh. Something to keep you interested in the game while you're watching. Like, hey, there's a ten k bet between two receivers, Cowboy receiver and the Eagles receiver. Mm. So let you know on that. And plus, uh, CNBC analyst says sports gambling is slowing up the birth rate. Oh, I can see that. Yeah. Slowing up the birth rate. Staying up late, watching games, sweating lines. You're not going to bed. Sweating lines. You can't go knock her up. I prefer to snort them. Yeah. (laughs) Listen to her. She said this on CNBC. Check this out. So the negative impacts is that it's all young men. And I parallel that with or dovetail that with Pew Research, which says that 63% of young men are single. And that's the highest it's ever been. And 50% of those young men have no interest in dating, not even casually. Because of the, not the women, it's gotta be the betting. Can't be betting. us. Yeah. Can't be us. Right. Yeah. And 30% of those men, or 30% of young men, say they have not had sex in over a year and don't seem to care. So the point is. <laughs> they're getting pleasure out of sports betting instead. Is sports betting, well, is sports betting now. They mad. Through technology is as easy as buying something, ordering a pizza online, or shopping online. And what you see is uh, young men who've grown up with gaming are used to doing everything on their phone, and now they can do all sorts of betting on their phone. So, But what this means for housing, then, is um, you have the lowest household formation growth rate in over 60 years. It could be longer, but that's as long as the data has been com- uh, comprised. And so you have young men who don't want to date, and young women who are spending their time really with with Instagram moments, going to the Taylor Swift concert. I don't know if you've been to them. It's all yeah. filmed about yourself at the Taylor Swift con- uh, concert. So, so they're not getting married and building so not homes. Getting mar- not getting married and building homes because you're out there gambling too much. Yeah. Uh, and not you chasing anybody, the ladies yeah, properly. Don't want to question. You don't want to question your gambling, right? That's why you're not dating. Yeah. Anyway, somebody, you're gambling too much. Uh, no, I'm not. She talked about all these things yeah. that you can do online that prevent you from having real intimacy with somebody, and yeah. she forgot the one yeah, low she hanging did. fruit there. She did. She <laughs> sure did. There's pretty big glaring one. I'm surprised there was not a follow up there. Just a gaping one. <laughs> G back of the day we do it every day on the fan at 2.30 if you see anything floating out there on social media don't be afraid to hit me up Lucky Lucius P on social media go to G Bag Nation you can follow us all G Bag Nation on Twitter okay yeah hold on little Dennis Edwards what you need is love hey you're man to take over ladies listen oh girl yeah, don't look any further, De- uh, Dennis Edwards. If you watch that video, my man was—he had the Bobby Brown jaw. Did he? He was twisted and moving. I feel like he pre-gamed before this video shoot. <laughs> <laughs> he pre-gamed. Uh, our champion right here is Charles Barkley. He was on with his buddy Ernie Johnson on their podcast. 
and he has a beef with the Nielsen ratings people. I want to tell my team, and man, these Nielsen people are the biggest clowns in the world. <laughs> Name me one person you know with a Nielsen box. Are there still Nielsen boxes? Yes, but they're still Nielsen rating. Yeah, I don't, yeah. But, okay. Yeah. <laughs> these Nielsen people try to say our ratings weren't great, but we want a certain demographic. Hey, man, to my team, them. <laughs> Don't you worry about, quote unquote, what people tell you about your ratings. Nobody knows what people are watching. They don't. And I know the first thing you're going to say. Well, he's just upset because they said King Charles didn't get ratings. First of all, you are 100% wrong. <laughs> I actually said this exact same thing 20 years ago when I was on the number one show. Let me repeat that. I said the same thing about the Nielsen people when I was on the number one show on TNT. He also threatened to uh, beat up Stephen A. Smith if he got the yelling too yes. loud. Yeah. Hey, Ernie, can I say something? Uh, that's what they pay you to do. Well, I want to say this. <laughs> Mike Wilbon. <laughs> yes, sir. Malika, you are fantastic. Wold, you know how I feel about you. <laughs> Wilbon, you've been my mentor. You've been my friend. I just want to thank you and Amar Rashad for always being there and giving me advice thank on my you. career. Thank you. Love and, you, brother. Hey, Bob, you know, I love you. And let me tell you something, Stephen A. <laughs> if you come over here with all that loud ass talking tonight, <laughs> <play, laughs> hey, this ain't first take. Hey, <laughs> thank hey, you. This tell ain't him, first take. Tell this going to be Chuck. the first to ass whooping you take. <laughs> <laughs> you come over here with that loud ass talking. Tell him, Chuck. <laughs> yeah, Charles says as he's yelling. Yeah. <laughs> Tell him. Don't you know, come yeah. over here, you loud son of a gun. Yeah, that's yeah, like my uncle's at a barbecue, bro. <laughs> Friday night, LA Live, uh, the in game tournament, NBA in game tournament. Oof. Their championship is tomorrow, right? Mm -hmm. yep. Milwaukee Bucks are out. Yep. Uh, Halliburton dropped the bomb on them. Yep. Uh, even did the Dame time. Yes, he did. Even did the Dame time. Disrespectful. Dude, Halliburton's and, Grand Hill. By and then the way. Dame was like, "Hey, uh, you know, just remember to be. I can't blame him, but also remember to be Ooh, humble." That was scary right there, because <laughs> he basically said, "I'll see you again, bro." Be humble. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna run up on you. Uh, let's see. The Greek freak played dumb. Played real <laughs> dumb when asked about the championship money. He's not going to get it, but listen to him. Could make it a little better. You said you're going to play roulette. You're going to get at least a hundred thousand dollars, so that'll make it easier. Are we getting money now? We got some money? That's a new, that's a surprise to you. Hey, the, the rich get richer. Uh, the rich, the rich get richer. The rich get richer. He's making so much. Hey, the, the rich get richer. <laughs> the rich get richer. Yeah, he played dumb. Uh, Saturday night is the the in season tournament championship: Pacers versus the Lakers. Uh, Lakers flipped Zion and the Pelicans like flapjacks on a Sunday morning. Flipped them. Wow, tore we, him up. We all seen this happening, though. Eric played the, the audio, was it yesterday? Yes. Zion yeah. and, and Brandon Ingram. Yeah. What y'all going to do when y'all win? Hmm. You, you mentioned that you guys like to have fun. Have you thought at all about how you're going to celebrate if you're able to pull this off? Man. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, I should have got my unders right then and there. If I was gambling, I should have known right then and there. Ooh, this is the move to make. 44.0 they took. Yeah. King James ran up the score on them. Maybe they were laughing because they were like, "We're not, we're not waiting to win this thing to celebrate. We're in Vegas. We'll, we'll be celebrating our ass off before this game." That is fantastic that you said it like that because I feel like everybody in the world knew this about Zion. Everyone in the world knew this that he couldn't stay focused in Vegas. Uh, the drinking, the gambling, the buffets, buffets. the girls. <laughs> you think he was hitting up Lamar Odom for his favorite spots out there? Uh, you know one of them. Well, Swaggy P jumped on Instagram Live to talk about it. Because even Swaggy P said he knew that Zion couldn't stay focused in Vegas. Uh, it's the 150s. The 150s and the 250s. You can't stay away from them. It's an easy little lick. You know what a 150 is? I'm, I'm lost. She's a working girl. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. The uh -huh. 150s. Yeah, the 150s and the 250s. Take it away, Swaggy P. I told y'all. Y'all be thinking I'm playing. I knew the Pelicans lost once it was in Vegas. He sound weird because I think he has a uh, tongue ring, by the way. Oh, okay. Yeah. Vegas. Cyan and B.I. went to Vegas. Come on, man. You knew that. They, you knew it. all the odds, uh, the betting. Everybody knew it was over. 
Yeah. You know Zion rap sheet? It's rap sheet. This is this the minute the hoes, man. Let them hold. Oh, man. They ain't had no legs. Zion ain't had no legs. Be that. They had no legs, bro. They ain't had no legs. No, all the 150s they had the first night they got to Vegas. The first night. They got there Monday night, Tuesday morning. Like, where they at? Mm hmm. Mayweather Club. It was a Mayweather Club. Like Mayweather, what up, bitch? <laughs> oh, man. The Lakers know how to, to play and still go crazy. Like, the Lakers, like, as a Laker, you used to this. Yeah. We used to seeing the the, mm. the, the 150s. We in L.A., we used to the, all that. We yeah. used to it. New Orleans, though. Yeah. So, New Orleans came out here and was going. So, when they stepped off the plane, it was like, with him, and it was over. I had no legs. Zion couldn't dunk tonight. Looking slow. To tell he had three of them last night. He probably had them before the game. Before the game. Man, he should be used to it by now. You yeah. would think so. You would think so, man. You would think so. Speaking of 150s and working girls and all the other good stuff, uh, I still drive by uh, Harry Hines. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's, some, uh, it's sweet spots over there, yeah, okay? Yeah. And it's in the middle of getting to things. So sometimes you just roll through Harry right. Hines. The scenic route. But there's a whole lot of action over there still. Yeah, a lot, yeah. A whole yeah. lot of action. I got a fella right here pulling up on a girl, a uh, working girl. He has a proposition for her. She's not about her paper, though, fam. Oh. Like, where's her pimp? And how much for your time? 120 What? Well, what do you... But you do anything? No, nah, but I need somebody to wash my truck. <laughs> <laughs> you think you do it for 120? Wash your truck? Yeah, in and out. I'm not washing nothing. Really? Yeah. Oh man. She ain't about a paper. Yeah. I need somebody to wash. How dare you disrespect me like that? Yeah. <laughs> Real pimp, like here's the spongy and uh, yeah. some water bucket. Mm. Get my money. That uh, seems way easier. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, yeah. she must be really into it still. Uh, shout out to everybody who sent me where I can watch these high school games at. Uh, appreciate it. All right. I'm pulling out. Thank you. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with us. And we appreciate that. We appreciate Thank you that. very much. All right. Lord willing, the creek don't rise. That's my time. Back on Monday, 540 G Bag Nation. It's LA Live every evening around this time. When we come back, it's time for the C-Note. Loads of great Cowboys content, and we're back to tell you about it as they get set to uh, host the Eagles here in two days' time. It's next in the G-Bag Nation. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade used with permission.